0: Hi, Kat. Hi, Don. Open up my window. Hi, Sophie. Who's really sick? Poor thing. Hey. There's oh, there's not a plug. There's plan. no. No front of mine. Okay, she says hi Anyway, hi Hi Happy Equinox Happy, happy, blissful Blessed Mabel Awesome Equinox uh, Yeah, yes. it's been a crazy week Kathy What? I have <laughs> First what? First I want to say In the theme of synchronicity Okay. So we decided to talk about the UFO thing just because Kristen happened to bring it up a few weeks ago and she right. could be on the podcast and on Monday. And you wanted to talk about it the week prior I did and want, I said, hold on to a story. Right, and we were story. like, all right, hold on. It wasn't the right time. It wasn't the right time. We talk about the UFOs, Kristen's story and Dad's story. The next day, CNN, it's all over CNN that the Navy had declassified and, and uh, they... I released that video of pilots. No way! I don't know anything about this. I told you. I don't. I didn't listen to that. I totally didn't listen to you. I said, Kathy, look at this video. This was just. We I were I totally in that. sync. I totally don't remember. I that. think even Kristen messaged both of us. Oh, she did. Yes, I remember. Oh, okay. <laughs> I remember Kristen. <laughs> <Christus. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> oh my Kristen's god! Name? I don't know how we're, <laughs> we're supposed to have a podcast when you don't listen to me. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> Uh, Oh my gosh. Anyway, it felt like it was UFO all week between Mm. the media, Area 51, and I got so many texts and messages. Oh, you did, yeah. So many people have similar stories. People felt validated. Mm -hmm. People whom I had no idea had UFO stories, shared them with me. It was definitely it's like amazing. I feel like we tapped a nerve, and that's why there's a kajillion podcast books. Da 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 da. Right, right, like, this right. This is nothing new. Like it's mine, just man. Like personal. Mine. Yeah. Right. Okay. Then. Oh my god. This is the craziest synchronicity is this story the story that you wouldn't tell me before the podcast when I was like, "Can't you just tell me?" And you no. had us like waiting on eggshells. So, guys, oh, I have no idea what Donald was talking about. This freaked me out. Okay. More than. You freaking people out when you name names of dead people during readings. Okay. This is more than that. It's more than that. That's a lot. That's a lot. Okay. Okay, go ahead. Backstory. Mm -hmm. We all know that my Chris loves horror conventions, horror movies, et cetera. Yeah. I also love culty movies, et cetera. Yeah. There's a thing called Blobfest. Yeah. Which is every every July, the uh, theater that... Is in the movie The Blob, where everybody runs out. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Chris used to go to that every single year. Okay. I never really made it. First of all, it's an outdoor festival in July. Who does that? Who can do that? A lot of people not us. We hate the heat. I hate the heat. And the humidity. So to do an outdoor street fest? Chris has come home and it's been he's been like melted. So uh, but there's other times it's great. It's just a crapshoot shoot and it's a really far drive. So yeah. for me, it sounds great on paper when I read about it in January and February, but then when July <laughs> comes, I'm like, I'm not fucking going outside, you <laughs> weirdos. What I do love about Blob Fest is that every hour or so, they actually reek recreate the running out of That's the theater funny. and everybody can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so because of the, I saw the blob with dad on channel 11 when I we were kids. 11, okay. Picks, right. I don't really remember it too much. Um, it was always after revenge of the nerds. <laughs> <laughs> I've always wanted to show it at the theater. I just, it just never did. And it's also really short. Yeah. So anyway, Chris the Blob is a regular thing in Chris's world and life. Got it. That's the backstory. Got it. Okay. Yesterday, Mm -hmm. Nico came over for breakfast. Nico. Because I was delivering him to you, whatever. Mm -hmm. We were, uh, the baby came over. He's a year. He's bopping around. He's standing. He's not walking. He loves music. So Chris and I often do the Alexa game with Nico to see what will get him dancing and stuff. Mm-hmm. So Chris is like, oh, I got a really goofy. And I was, I went down goofy lane. Right. right. Some days were like heavy metal. Some days were like prog rock. Some days were like Frank Sinatra. Some right. days we were Louis Prima yesterday. Right. So we started with Louis Prima, and then I got kind of wacky. And then Chris and I kind of did a like, oh, I'm going to out-wacky you. And the baby was amused the whole time. Right. So, Chris says, I have a really fun song. And it's called, it's, it's, uh, hold on, I I have it up. It's The Five Blobs. And I was like, what the fuck is The Five Blobs? So he brings it up on the television, on YouTube, and it's this. Okay. Pepsi wants like surfer. Yeah. Yeah. Beware of the (laughs) blobs. And I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that from the movie. I do. And the baby's bouncing his butt around, and it was adorable. Okay? We must have played this, like, two or three times. Okay. And the baby, thank you, it's uh, five blobs by the blob. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's hilarious. That was yesterday. hmm And we played it. was really funny. And Chris was like, you know, he gave me a hard time. He's like, I didn't how can you not know that Don? I was like, I don't fucking remember it from when I was a little kid. Right. It's like so I just do it's, it's really like, it a feels random. random. Right. Okay. That was yesterday. I had a whole crazy day at work that I'm going to tell you about oh, as boy. well. I feel like this is we're being her, like, I don't know. But this morning, yeah. What? I'm, what? <laughs> this morning I get, a text from our cousin, Kimberly. Now let's recap those of you who have listened to every podcast. And I know a lot of you do because we get messages that you guys binge us, which is crazy to me because I could barely listen to myself for an hour. No, we can't listen to you. We can't. Yeah. Come on to the story. Yeah. (laughs) We just shut up. Okay. Okay. Kimberly, who is, if you've listened to the podcast, is Christopher's twin. Right. They are seventeen years younger than me. Mm-hmm. And Christopher's the one he's crazy goofy and he's the one, the little kid who was in the funeral home and put the mask cards in there. Right. Okay, right. Worth listening to. Kimberly is uh just has, like you. She's she is my soul sister and her daughter has the best resting bitch face on oh. the planet. Yeah. I worship Annie. Okay. So Kimberly has two kids. She's at home. She's going crazy. Little stir-crazy mom time. Mm -hmm. Anyway. So I text her regularly, like just keeping it real for her anyway. I get this text. Okay. Ready? I'm ready. I'm reading it. Okay. Monday, September 23rd, 1222 p.m. Yeah. I can't stop listening to the song the blob by the five, blo- five what? blobs. And for some reason, you and Christopher, her brother, keep popping into my head when I'm listening to it. And I'm, I'm, what? I'm kind of groggy. That's and I was crazy. like, I was like, wait, I have to listen to what that is. I didn't even register. Like it wasn't possible to me. What? I was That's like, there must crazy. be, there must be a new, I thought it was like a modern song because we've, Kimberly is not somebody I talk about cult movies with. Not at all. Kimberly is not. No. 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 She's not like. No. Like her. No. No. What we have in common. Okay. So I wrote, I have to listen. BRB. And then she goes, I've had it on all morning. Capital letters. And I wrote back, oh, my God. That's crazy. I said, Chris played that yesterday for Nico. I had never heard it before except in the movie when I was a little kid. That's insane. Holy synchronicity. She wrote, no, (laughs) get out. Isn't that? That's crazy. She's like, that's too fucking crazy. It's fucking weird. That is weird. That's so random. But you know what? You know what's interesting about that is that we've been talking about I have been bumped. She also doesn't listen to the podcast, by the way. No, she doesn't. She actually texted she's, me, she's and I was like, like I'm going to talk about it on the podcast. She's like, oh, my God, I have to listen to I still listening to you. I don't know how to do it on her iPhone. I oh said she's God. starting to sound like her mother. Oh, So mm. this goes with the last month or so. I don't know what is going on, but literally bumping into people randomly in the community. Yes, yes. When I have I have like un like I don't know the word for it but like unfinished business. Yes. Yeah. Like three times, three times I had three people in my head that I was going to connect with to just have some unfinished business. Positive closure. Closure. Some unfinished closure. Whatever going on. And guess what happens? It's like mm-hmm. I was at Target and and Henry was I was taking too long to pick out lights for the spirit room. He's like, you're either you're going to get them or you're not at this point. And I spent like too long at the lights and then the day got really fast and then we go into another place and like we bump into somebody which was number three for closure and I was just like this is crazy yeah. and you never see them like it's not like you know but you have to be at the right place at the right time meet like three yeah. three minutes more. well if you remember also last weekend before we recorded the podcast I was running errands and in yes. my head yes. right I called oh you and I was like First of all, we have the power. First of oh, all, have- He-Man and Shira right okay. here. Okay. So let's I- just put our heads together okay, and ready. think, Jason Momoa, come over. Been- Jason <laughs> been Momoa, been come, there, come over. Calling all cars, including you all. Car- clean up an aisle, too. <laughs> Jason Momoa. Oh my God. Um, oh my God. No, yeah. I was thinking in my head... Um, I had we go way back to our episode about accountability and there was someone in my life who mm. wasn't taking wasn't taking her share of accountability in her role in my life and at my job and um we had a terrible falling out but she had before we had the falling out she had gifted me her mother's bakelite mahjong set. Yeah. And it's been sitting in my house and there's such bad juju about it. It Sometimes things me. aren't worth it's it. It's beautiful, and yeah. it's like you know, it's, yeah. wor- it's worth it's worth twelve hundred dollars. It's really I, nice. We had it. We had it assessed. I, just, I assessed it for her before she gifted it to me, and I was like, "Are you sure you don't want to sell it?" She was like, "No, I'm going to give it to you, and someday if you want to sell it, you can sell it. I just want." She's like older, right? Right. And she was kind of in the purge mode of things, and so I've had it for I don't know eight years we've or had ten it for a long years. Time. I don't remember. I, don't think I we've used ever to have played with it. I don't think we've played No, with it. no I never nice. played with it. We, I just yeah, kind we of to show it off. With, we had to, yeah, your flea market one We you make us yeah, play with. Yeah, <laughs> I play with the flea market one. The $100 <laughs> the nice set. Right. The $100 to set we, we play with. Nice we down. don't play with the fancy Bakelite. Of course not. In any case, I've been thinking about I think I have Sophie's cold. Um, and any, stop. Cause listen to my stop. voice. Listen stop. to my voice. We don't have anybody's cold. Nobody's got any cold. Ugh. We're going to stop that. T- I know. Oh, it's snap. allergies. Oh, my God. Oh, my so- God, Sophie. Sophie. We're going to have to take a break. Hold oh, my <laughs> God. She just whipped us with a snot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's That's okay. okay. It's happened. It's the Vicks working. Cleansing. Okay. Anyhow, the Bakelite set. I was literally in the produce you know, shop store you know, 20 minutes away from my house. It wasn't like in my neighborhood. There's napkins behind you, Dawn. I'm sorry. Please. And uh, yeah, I thought know. to myself, there's a girl I know... It's Everybody, right hold on. <laughs> this is the worst podcast. This is the, this, worst is the pod- worst. this is the worst. You know what? This is, this what is happened- why Chris doesn't no, listen to a podcast. This is why we're at the kitchen table. This is what happened. If you were here sitting with us, this is the conversation we That is we very true. Us. So this is what we do. We are at our most authentic selves. <laughs> we are. Always. Yes. Always. For good or for bad. <laughs> 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 for so, good or for bad. So I literally was thinking about this person who I know deals in Kind of uh, kitschy antiques, mid-century stuff, and I was like, "Oh, I should give that girl a call or message her on Facebook, because I think I was going to sell it myself." But what a pain in the ass! And listen, it's a win-win if she gives me, sure, you know, some money towards it, and she could sell it. It's a win-win. I just kind of want to get rid of the juju, to be honest. So I was thinking, I was literally picturing her in my head. I've never run into her in the store, literally ran into her at the cash register. It's crazy how that happens. And then I was it's thinking crazy. about a guy I work with who told me he was going to help us with sound engineering of the podcast. I also said I didn't want to bother him during work hours. Right. I'm like, oh, I never connected with him about the podcast. I get in the car. Literally, he parked right next to me. Same day, same See, shopping trip. That's what I'm trip. talking about. Like that's right. So let's go back to our project. Jason, <laughs> we are so manifest. Let's we are manifest, manifesting Jason, beans. Like that's what it's about. It's like that's all you have to do. But you've been really working on your Merkaba. I just have to say that yeah. you're really in your. your well, I've field. just been doing a specific method of right. meditation. But let's no, say that. Let's not. Let's not. No, it is it what it is. Let's not. Ta- no, you it really, is what it is. You are. I'm scared. not there. But I didn't say you were there. I'm doing the practice. But I'm telling you, yeah. that by doing that, your electromagnetic fields, right? I know I'm As sharp. My antenna's sharp. very sharp. You're sharpening it up. Mm-hmm. I get it, man. So that's what's happening, right? Don't get in my fucking crosshairs, people. Oh my god, Donna! Both of us just rolled our eyes. do so Oh well. I, listen, Miss Miss Threatening. This is what's going on. This is what's. Right. threatening. This is what's going. I want a sash, (laughs) (laughs) like Miss Argentina. (laughs) Miss (laughs) threatening. (laughs) So I, I I would wear it all the time. I know you would. Mm -hmm. I know you would. It's what happens. Like when you dream about people, when you Mm -hmm. dream about this all the time, that's what happens. You Mm -hmm. manifest. There's, they're thinking about you too, or there's like this connection. Mm -hmm. So you just have to call it out, and things happen. That's why you have to stay positive. Let's do it again. Oh Jason, Jason Momoa. Momoa. <laughs> you don't call, even know his name. I, knew, I always call mimosa. <laughs> Jason <It's> delicious delicious <laughs> <'cause> he's delicious because he's delicious. Jason Momoa. It's Momoa. Yes, you yes, want. Jason you know why you like it? Because you always want it bottomless, <laughs> <laughs> like all good mimosas. <laughs> I get so drunk off those. Oh, right. I know you I, You too. know what? I, you know what? We figured out. Remember, I had like one uh, Cosmopolitan at the at a restaurant, and I swear I thought I was having like a diabetic coma. I shock. know. you would have thought that you had like five hurricanes <laughs> on Bourbon Street. <laughs> it was so. You were like ready one. to throw up on I the street, like, like, I like I a one. like a bachelorette party. <laughs> you were like, "What the hell's wrong with you?" Like, I was like, "I think I'm drunk." Like There's you're no embarrassing one. the family. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it was bad. I can't have sugary drinks. It's just too much. It's just too much. Anyway, I love. I don't, all right. Anyway, <sighs> we just got off that high of Jason Mimosa, <laughs> the bottomless the mimosa. Bottomless, <laughs> that's his name? The bottomless mimosa. Bring it on! Yeah, I cannot believe that synchronicity. I can't believe that one. That is really crazy. That's pretty crazy. That's pretty crazy. You have to admit. I am admitting. That's, that, that's up there, man. That's that's a connection right there. I think she's hearing us because we're really loving her right now. Yeah, Kimberly. we are. Yeah, so I think that we're really sending a lot of. You know, really I do positive. think about her all the time. You do, and I yeah. do too. Mm-hmm. I don't reach out as much as I. She, the, you know, she only has brothers, and I, and she, you know, with us, she feels like we're sisters, not just cousins. Right, yeah. right, yeah, we're close. Yeah, super close. Oh my uh, yeah, and you know, uh, one of the great things about Kimberly that sticks with me is that she is considerably younger, and we don't have things in common necessarily that. Seem to be like normal things that people who like to hang out with each other all the time have in common, so to speak. Right. And but uh, dad was always the connector with us and her family. Yeah. And mostly between the two brothers because her father is dad's younger brother. And I will never forget how effective her energy was uh, when dad was in the decline. She kept reaching out saying i just want to stay connected to you guys and dad passed yeah and it was kimberly who yeah kept keeping us together yeah and you know and it really was it wasn't like a huge effort it was just a phone call a text making arrangements every, right and right. it was only like every 3 months yeah. every 6 months and what an impact It does make a huge impact, yeah. I I think about that when I think about people whom I want to have in my life, and you want to manifest better relationships, and you want to create better friendships, that sometimes just, let's just, just make the effort. And it doesn't have to be a big deal. Like, I think the first time we were like, we didn't want to make it a big family get together like a fucking second Thanksgiving or anything, we met halfway we met at a halfway point at a mall right and then we got to spend time it was awesome it was really good and i'm just like i I, and i she inspired me to continue to do that with other people i didn't really do it as much because i had i want you know as you know the last couple years changing friend energy and that was part of it it's just Reaching out, making something small happen. Yeah. I and know. the next thing you know, yeah. you're making plans and it's they become regular people and it's in fun. your life. Well, you meet people where you're at, you know, like I meet you halfway. Like, you know, that's kind yeah. of that relationship. It's like, mm-hmm. I'm going to, if you're going to put in energy, I definitely going to put in energy. I'm going to put in energy and you do, that's great. If you mm-hmm. don't, that's, you know, that's how it should be. Mm-hmm. That's why I kind of like, I know this, because we're going to be talking about, it's okay to say, can I say this? What? Don't get mad at me. She's giving me an eye. We're going to talk about the fall equinox because that's today. Yeah. Okay. And that's can part. That. Okay. So that's part of. today. It's yes, today. Sophie. Yeah, Sophie. Where have you been? Oh, I know where have you been in a Vix glob of sickness. Well, yes. Yeah, so to enlighten you, today is the fall equinox. We have been working on this for the last three days. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were talking about that on Patreon today because this week on Patreon, it's the horses. It's the horse. Mm. Yes. We've never gotten the horse. I thought we have. No. We've never gotten the horse. Hmm. Never gotten the horse. I Where can go back I've never gotten the horse. Never come gotten, up? No. Okay. The horse has never come up. So what is the and horse? And the horse is about power, but the horse is about freedom. Mm. And it's about having the freedom to make choices um, for yourself to be the best that you can be. And it's really hard. And sometimes you need to put the power behind you, the power of your spirit, to make you make those choices. And I took it when reading about the horse is also about control people who have to control everybody around them or control things is they don't have a lack they have lack of freedom just, just avert your eyes a little bit more when you talk about well, that I didn't say I was that. looking at Sophie <laughs> I was like, I have a lazy... You were I looking way? at me so intently. <laughs> I kind of was. You were like... I kind of was. If, if it was a Bugs Bunny cartoon, you would have been like, like big lasers. It was Okay, like, so what are you saying, Kathy? I, I'm, I'm, I'm was, going to... I hear you, Kathy. I wasn't saying it to you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you were saying pot- it near me. Listen, we're okay. talking. We're yes. we're talking. The horse. Control. People <laughs> who are controlling. People Continue. Who tend to. Rhymes with Anna. <laughs> Just kidding. So it the what's really beautiful about the horse is it is the the spirit makes you really think about where you feel trapped in your life and why you can't let go. And the equinox is about change. It's being grateful for what you have, what happened in the past, but it's really about embracing the change. That's what autumn is. It's like an, an inevitable change. Inevitable change. An inevitable change. Inevitable death. Right. Mm. And so people have a hard time with change. Yeah. And they need help with that. Yeah. And the horse spirit helps you. If you can just visualize, take time to meditate on the horse, the power that it has is unbelievable. And so I thought it was a really perfect message for today to think about, the we're talking about relationships and relationships this year that I've let go of a lot of unhealthy relationships, Mm -hmm. but I've also let go of healthy relationships that kind of just faded out and didn't really And just allowed it to happen, did not force relationships. Mm -hmm. But then I've had new connections in my life, you know? And I think that's so beautiful. I just felt really happy about it. I was grateful for all the relationships, um, good, bad, and different. And then grateful for the new relationships, connections coming in, Mm -hmm. and including myself. I have a different relationship with myself. Mm -hmm. You can tell. You can tell. Sophie's Sophie's like, Sophie said. Sophie said. Sophie's very, yeah, she's. Sophie Sophie has too. You have mm-hmm. you don't have a mic right now. I'm sorry. You do have a voice though. You do have a voice. All right, good. Power up. So, so that was what today was. And I thought that we can talk about a little bit how you, we did the, you did the, first of all, you were fantastic on Crowdcast. Can I just give you a shout out? I'm giving Donna a shout out. Oh, thank you. I'm definitely grateful. I was so... Happy to do that with you. It felt so good to be like You made second me take chair. notes. I did. <laughs> you made me make notes. <laughs> I, was like, a I series made an outline.
1: Doing? I was going to wing like it.
0: Second, I love being second chair mm. and just witnessing you be what you are. And that was amazing. And everybody loved it. Lots of great feedback. Yeah, I've had a lot of feedback. Yeah. And i really enjoyed um, people tagging us on Instagram because yeah. I talked about... Um, Altars and you know sacredness, and yeah. that it doesn't. I'm a practicing solitary kitchen witch Wiccan. I don't really ascribe to anything. We take. We talked about this last right, week. Right, right. I take a little from
1: a Everything, lot, right.
0: right? And that w- altars and people are like, "Well, I'm not. I I'm not a witch, but they're following the wheel of the year." I'm talking to you, Adelina. Um, I'm talking about you know you follow the wheel of the year you f- you understand the moon affects you you pay attention to your own cycles you feel connected to the earth maybe you know you're a forest baby or right. whatever it doesn't you don't have to label what your spirituality is ever ever and the but oh, right. where you live in your space you you should have some place That is sacred to you. Absolutely. And that's your altar. And I was talking about people who are in the kitchen all the time. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, like, your, your stove is kind of like, An old-fashioned hearth. That's right. And that could be your altar. I mean... That's where magic happens, man. You know, how many grandmothers that you know or have had that were like, get the fuck out of my kitchen. Right. Don't move the spices. Don't move my stuff. They want to use this particular wooden spoon when they stir this particular thing. That's sacredness. Absolutely. And so... I suggested, I'm, I named a few people and I said, you know, you're always at your stove. And I know on Instagram, you know, they're a farmer and they're always at their stove. The, you know, they're right. they're cooking what they grow and they're That's creating things for other people. That's magic. That right. is magic. That is ritual. Yeah. That is sacred. That's right. So I said, you know, if you feel like you're the mother of a toddler and you don't have time to maintain a pretty space with the precious things that you love Because you don't have the space or the time, right? But you can. That doesn't have to be that. It doesn't have to be that. I think the expectations of what things should be. Yeah, we talk about this a lot about you. Like you know, you don't have to wear yoga pants to do yoga, Mm. and you don't have to have linen to be spiritual. You know what I mean? Like the linen pants with the scarf. It doesn't have to look like that. I think that. That's that's what holds people back is that they feel like they don't fit into right. a particular expectation of what that yeah. is. Like you know, um, I know a, a very powerful woman who can probably make it snow, and she wears a Hello Kitty sweatshirt yeah. walking around with you know with a plain backpack. Yeah. you don't yeah. you don't have to you yeah. you don't have to uh, project. Certain things to be something you can, it's, it's about yourself, yeah, it's, it's your lesson, journey for sure. And so, I, I think, well, what I was going to say is that, is that, yeah, she and other people heard yeah, that that's amazing and they and they tagged pictures of their stoves what? while they were oh, making yeah, I love stuff that. So and awesome. they were making things with apples and so awesome, yeah, high five on high YouTube. five, high five right. right? So, right. I really, I really enjoyed that. And it's that kind of um, their intention and their sacredness and their whatever is connected to my work it was con- even though i'm solitary when i have those kind of interactions right. with people on social media or when people reach out to us i feel like they're in i'm not solitary right i felt like this equinox after doing that crowdcast Aww. i felt like i wasn't necessarily practicing solitary Aww. Because also, That's nice. The people who did participate, I took notes. Yeah, we felt who they were. We pulled a card for each one of those really people, nice. and I wrote down so much love. I wrote, I made notes, and I put that on my altar. And so I made intentions for them as well. First, oh Sophie. Sophie's saying, something. All don't right. touch my mic. I'll hold yeah, it." Yeah, really. Nasty. Go ahead. you are so mm. beautiful. <laughs> I was going to say that I feel like. With the Patreon and Crowdcast and the circle that's, you know, coming together on these occasions of like the equinox and the full moon and all that, from someone who like does practice and believe all those things, some nights when it's a full night, when it's a full moon night, like I don't want to get up out of bed and do something. And I feel like the Crowdcast and you guys is an outlet where other people can experience it. Does that make sense? Am making sense right now? Donna's not even listening. I am listening. I can totally I it multitask. totally makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Like it's just, you know, for somebody else to do an, an intention outlet. for me. It's an outlet. Yeah, it's you're saying it's an outlet for but people. But what I like what you're saying is this is that sometimes I don't have energy exactly. to get up, but I know somebody's praying for me. Like, yeah. you know, it's like somebody praying for you. Yeah. Uh, I, I know that when people say that to me, like in their whatever their way they pray or meditate, and they say, I really, I'm going to meditate or pray for you. I'm like, yes. Yeah. Please do. Yeah. Because those times that maybe I can't, you're going to just boost me up a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, I often thought, Um, I learned a lot even the last, like, couple of months about so many things, Don. I can't, that whole, like, workshop thing that we did, like, Mm -hmm. still, it's, like, blowing me away about, I really don't feel like I'm alone anymore. Like, I don't feel like I'm isolated as much as I used to. Um, I guess you just have to find like-minded people sometimes. But it felt so awesome. It just boosted me up that much to just keep going. And and I don't know, I, I really learned a lot about my own power and empowerment, not power. Like I, every time I say power, I have like these lightning bolts out of my, like Andy Gibb. Yeah. But I'm just saying like, that's how I felt. Mm. I felt like I was really evolving and that m- the more people are listening and the more people that are just joining, I think I'm getting it from them. Yeah. Is that like I'm getting my energy from everybody else? It's just really cool. Like I'm yeah. just getting all that. Yeah, it's more than we ever thought. What's going to happen? Yeah, and so we talk about this a lot, but I just we talk about it privately. I don't know that we talk about it a lot on the podcast. I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes I forget I don't remember, what we I forget talk about sometimes. on the podcast. But um, yeah, it is amazing. The yeah, and, and I it also speaks to when you have ill intentions toward someone, like even when you casually. You know, wish a pox on someone, which I do. I don't do, um, I don't do that. stop. I don't do that. You know, Kathy. Stop. You say no, that again. you do. I don't. But you I, say that you don't. So we're not going to have that argument. I, we're I, not going to have. That. I didn't. I wasn't even arguing with you. you. I didn't even say. I listen just listen furrow, brow, eyebrows, eyebrows. Okay. <laughs> 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 oh. Yeah. All I'm saying is that intentions intentions yeah go far. They do. And energy sharing goes really far It really does And I'm going to clap on that Okay, we're going to take a break Because oh I think I need to smack you I think you need to stay right there Guess Stay right where you're up? Up? at up. Up. You stay right there <laughs> You didn't give us the go. You didn't give us any sign. You didn't give us the go. Hello? You didn't give us anything. We're sitting here just chatting. We're just looking at you, and you're just looking at us saying, go. Okay, are we back? Are we back? Are we on? Are we on? Oh, for fuck's sake. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Everybody's annoying me. (laughs) Roz, you're failing. Okay. Okay. Let me tell you something about what happened yesterday. Okay, go ahead. Listen, you better... Take care of your eyebrows, bitch. Let's get it together. <laughs> it's hot and heavy in here. I don't care. It's hot. She's got a light worker. On. Blah blah blah. Take it down, okay? <laughs> I'm here to ground you. <laughs> you are my hematite. Okay. I'm a big mountain of hematite. <laughs> you are a big mountain of hematite. <laughs> Guess what happened yesterday? Tell me. Crazy. What happened? So Is this something I don't know? No, I told okay. you. Okay. This. Why? You need to prepare yourself? Or you have to listen? Like today, what? I don't know. I go ahead. Why do you have to know? I'm on the defense right now. <laughs> go. So yesterday it was a soul, almost sold out house. Oh, you gotta tell the story. Go ahead. <laughs> You're so <laughs> annoying. <laughs> you tell it. it was uh, Graham Nash. Okay, of Crosby Stills and Nash. Now, let me tell you something. David Crosby is a whiny bitch. He's known well, for not being a nice this guy. This is for entertainment purposes but, only. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. To, go ahead. Even though I was present for it, so <laughs> it's my story. But um, Graham Nash is known for being a nice guy, okay? Mm-hmm. I. It's not my cup of tea, but I understand, and I I understand... Oh, what's the word? Like, I, re- I understand the reverence, okay? I understand. Right. And... Uh, uh, an artist like that doesn't necessarily get me excited, but I understand the thousand people who are coming, sure. that they really do revere him. Mm-hmm. And um, rightfully so, he's written a lot of songs that you know by heart, and you don't own them. Okay, He's more, right. he's that guy. Um, so the only thing I knew about him, he totally deserves his place in all halls of fame, Right. and that uh, he's the nice person. One out of the trio more than the others, I guess. That's the reputation. Blah, blah, blah. So I show up at noon for work. It's a slower kind of day. Um, Doors open at 6 o'clock. We go through our day. And at 4.30, uh, when the staff starts showing up at 5.30, his tour manager comes up and says, we need a doctor. I'm like, okay, what kind of doctor? He goes, oh, he said, yeah, do you have a doctor? Graham's uh, back hurts. And we have massage therapists on call. Sure. And we were like, "Well, we have a really great massage therapist." And he's like, "No, I don't think it's a I don't think it's a muscle thing. I think it's a a medical thing." And I'm thinking like, "What? Like pneumonia? Like what?" Mm-hmm. He's like, "Well, he threw up a couple times. He's hot, he's cold." And then at first I'm like, "God damn it." Oh my God. But then I realized the guy is 77. Right. And he's on tour. That's amazing. He's to 77. Begin with. First right. of all, he's on fucking tour. Okay. That's at 77. Right. Like, I'm 50 and I can barely make it to Tuesday. You can't tour to the bathroom. I know. I can't. <laughs> I can't you can't yeah. tour to get the mail. I mean, we were going a great adventure and we had, to, we had to psych ourselves up weeks in advance. Okay. So this motherfucker's on tour at 77. So. P.S. There was a doctor. We, but he said we need him to go to the hospital, and so luckily we were able to fast track him at the ER, and uh, so he leaves. P.S. The runner used my car, so mm-hmm. Graham Nash is in my car, and he's in my car sick at the time. I don't know what it is, and I'm right. thinking I'm gonna get fucking the fucking flu from Graham Nash right. being all over my car with right. his with his petri dish right. germs. So that's weird. Right. That's like, you know, a surreal moment in right. life. But then um, it turns out he had a kidney stone. Oh, my God. That's got, okay. that has, I had a, oh, my God. So I'm thinking, oh, there's no way. It's, he left at 4.30. We find out about the kidney stone at 5.30. Right. My part-time staff starts arriving. Our part-time staff starts arriving. Right. We're telling people. Right. We were working. Well, he's not in the building. <laughs> so we're we not really sure. Right. We're hoping that we don't have a cancellation. P.S. Five years ago, six years ago, eight years ago, I can't remember. Chris Cornell uh, canceled with the flu uh, a half an hour before people started arriving. So, uh, yeah, that sucks. So you were like, I you was gonna plan. You were, yeah. Oh. Yeah, it really sucked. For that, there were people who flew in from out of (gasps) country. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I opened the bar, and we drank, and I I felt so bad for them. Anyhow, so I'm like in my head like, oh, God, I don't want this to be another one of those situations, mostly because the Chris Cornell fans are nicer than baby boomers. We've been talking in the last few, like we all know how much I can't stand entitled baby boomers. So I'm like really dreading telling them that, Graham Nash got sick. Anyhow, I'm still waiting to hear. And I got word from the tour manager. Doors are opening. And oh my God. And he's like, no, I think he's gonna be okay. <laughs> I think he's going think he's to gonna, be okay. Did they punch him to make him feel better like how do you get that? How in the world are you feeling better? I try to pass a kid. Here's stone? the thing. I wasn't in the room. Oh, I don't no. really know right. exactly. It's really his story to tell, not personal right. space. But let me tell you something. He show, he showed up at the building at 7 o'clock. He was on stage. Wow. He did two full wow. sets and an, with an intermission. Wow. That's admiration. He's fucking seventy seven years old. That is remarkable. Holy shit! That's remarkable. And then he he was back. Yeah, he yeah, and he still met his yeah VIP people like what? this guy. Amazing. And, and so I was like. Well, Jesus, the next time I have a sore throat, I'm gonna like (laughs) shut up, Donna. Like I just I if I I didn't really have reverence for him before, but boy, he's up there. He is going to be like what's a totem in my life about like resilience and commitment. Yeah. And loyalty. Yes. And mind over matter. Mind over matter. So it just so happens that yesterday as well on my facebook memories was you what's what i was on your memory. speaking memories- of mad um mad over matter <laughs> i'm still mad at you <laughs> mad that over matter like, sure. yeah, that was slip kind of like that no <laughs> yeah okay so let me set the st- let okay. me set this stage okay. and then i'll hand it over to you okay okay all right i'm taking it so I'm it's february it. of 2013 Yes. You and I are in an okay space, not a great space, an okay space mm-hmm. around the time mom died. Right. And in two weeks, we're actually going to talk a lot about, or is it next week? Next week. Next week, we have a guest, and it's we're hoping to have a guest, and uh, we're going to talk a lot about mom and, and w- the end of her life and the choice that she made. It sounded like a cat, right? It was my door, because I think Nico and Grandpa are, Anyway, like so... At the end of mom's life, she was almost 400 pounds. And you and I were, in February, we were at her deathbed. Yes. And she was in and out of a coma. Yeah. And we spent five days together at her right. bedside. Right. And there's lots of stories to tell about that. But um, at one point, the, nurse, the technicians and stuff... Um, came in and they were giving her a sponge bath and she was still in the coma. She wasn't conscious at this point. Right, don't tell too much about mom's stuff because I want to save it for yeah. next week. Well, anyway, you said, you turned to me and we weren't really sharing a lot of personal things at that right. point. And you turned to me and said, that's me. <gasps> I remember that. That's remember? Yes. I and I you said, said, you looked at me in a, with a panic. Yeah. You were panicked and you said, that's me. And I said, "Yeah, that's the ghost of our Christmas future, right there, because we come from big people, and we've always right. struggled with our weights. We've talked about it and mm-hmm. our health issues. And you were like, I was like, yeah, that's our. And I was little, I was, you know, i i i took it as like, Psh, yeah, but you were serious. You were I had very fear. it. It struck a fear in you. It did. And you said, uh, it was like." the day after mom died or yep. it was like very soon after it was after the ordeal. And I think we were hanging out with dad and you were like, I'm not going to be mom. I did say, and that. you said, I'm, and I, I don't remember when you specifically declared you were going to run a five K <laughs> and how much did you weigh at that time? Kathy? Uh, I would say two eighty five. I was 285 pounds. And how much exercise were you doing at that time? Not that much. Okay. I was walking. Yeah. I was walking, but not. Right. Yeah. And you turned to me at 285 pounds with no regiment. No regiment. And you were like, I'm going to run a 5K. (laughs) And I was like, (laughs) okay, Okay. (laughs) calf. You do that. All right. (laughs) And dad said, of course you can. Of course you can. So you want me to tell you what happened? Yeah. So that's the background of it, Go right? Ahead. So now my background of this was I remember that conversation, and um, after Mom had died, I had got these tumors in my neck, and these these huge these huge like hard things were all uh, in the back of my neck. So I went to see the acupunctures. This was so this was an this was in April. So it was in April. So February, uh January mom died. No, February, February mom died. February yeah. mom died. April, right before my birthday. I had to see the acupuncturist because I, I don't I didn't see doctors because I didn't really I don't really believe in the kind of doctor. And I looked at her and I, and I told her the story about seeing mom. And how I felt, and she felt my neck, and she said to me, and this is like the second time somebody in the medical profession has t- has told me, do you want to live or do you want to die? Mm. Like it's literally in your hands. And how old were you? Oh, God, I don't remember. When this all happened? Mm-hmm. 30, 39? 30, th- no, uh, forty, yeah, around there, late yeah. 30s, 38, 39. And um, it was the second time, and she looked at me, and she goes, this is what I want you to do. She says, I want you to run. And she goes, I want you to run until you can't run anymore. Just mm-hmm. keep running and running and running. And I said, and your, and your tumors will go away because she knew what I believed in. And I said, okay, she goes, cause it's coming from trauma. So I had to look at the trauma I had with what mom, what I was going through with mom being a caregiver. We could talk about that next week. So that's when I looked at you guys and said, I'm gonna run a 5K <laughs> again. I can't walk to the bathroom. Yeah, but I said I'm gonna run a run a 5K. And what I did was I signed up for the Color Me Rad, uh, thing in October. It, so I had yeah. six months to be able to. It was run. a color run. Uh, color. It was a Color Me Rad. Yeah. It was, it was a color, color run, run which s- means that it was Color yeah, Me yeah, Rad. It was. But it uh, tell people what that is. It's for spe- it raises money for special right. special Olympics, but. Yeah. You ru- you start out wearing white clothing and people throw color oh, right. at you. Color at me. I don't so, know who came up with that idea. You know what? It works because they raised money and I loved it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I said, "All right. So, guess who I call?" Shasha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Jasha is like my second kind of adopted daughter, Sophie's best friend, who just was getting into physical. She wanted she's like addicted to um She's addicted to exercise. And I said, "Jaja, I need you to train me because I'm going to do the Color Me Rad 5K in October. I have six months to run this thing and I, and I have to do it. And she was like, that's right. We're going to do it. She's really tough though. She was like, you're going to get off your ass and you're going to do it. And she lived near me at the time. So she would meet me and she would meet me at the stadium and meet me at the track. So I look at the track and I go, oh my God, what the hell am I doing? <laughs> And I couldn't, like, I don't know. What do you call that, like, half hoop, like, the track, the quarter mile, like, the quarter? It's like I couldn't even. It's not even. Right. Yeah. The yeah, bend. The bend. Yeah. I could not even jog the bend. I couldn't right. even walk yeah. the bend. Yeah. That girl, I swear, if she had a whip, she'd hit me. If the police was, wouldn't have been called, she, she wouldn't hit, was hit like, she was like sure. She said to me, she goes, I'm not going to be nice to you. We're going to do this if this is what you want to do. And, she, and I signed her up, and, and so... So I said okay. So I went to the gym where she went to the gym, and man, I could hear her mouth. She got me exercising, so uh, I started to be able to at least walk the mile, walk one mile. Then I was able to jog. So after yeah, one mile is four times around. Four times track. around. So yeah. I was able to finally walk that. Never mind jog it or mm-hmm. run it. Mm-hmm. Then she got me sprinting, mm-hmm. and then I was able to. I was able to literally just do it. And she did the run with me, and I was petrified. And Donovan was there, yeah. and you were there. I woke up at seven o'clock. You these t- people were really fucking cheery. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, I was so scared because all I these know. athletes were yeah. there. And I looked at Shaja, and I, for one minute, I said, I don't think I could do yeah, this. Yeah. And I was really like, I'm going to start crying. Yeah. I was like, this, because uh, I lost only 20 pounds. Yeah, you I didn't, didn't even lose. It's not like you lost a lot of weight I didn't because lose, we're not meant to be that small. Right. I didn't really lose that much. But I was definitely stronger. And yeah. my, I could run now. I have such heart endurance. Mm-hmm. My hip will go out. like, yeah. my, like just, <laughs> my hip will just go out. And I remember her, she ran behind me. And there was these college kids, they weren't laughing because I was bigger than most people, but they weren't laughing at me, but they were like, ha, 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 you know, starting off. And I, and I was a turtle and I had my meditation of turtle, turtle, just slow and steady wins the race. And that's all I had to do is I could not stop. And I was like, okay, so everybody was like, fast going and I was the last one and I just kept trotting you along You were not the last one I felt like I was the last one You were one. not the last one So so I kept jogging you know and I started I was jogging it and there was a hill and I said... Because there were people who were walking it. Oh, yeah. You can walk it. But mm-hmm. I, I had to run it. You did run it. And yes. Had, yeah. So Zhaja was like, you're going too slow. Get your ass out of it. Get out. Look at you're <laughs> making a fool out of me. And she was like, come on. And I was like, oh, my God. I don't know if... We... So it was literally... I did not stop. I went up the hill. I, I was remember, like, yeah. I was just not stopping. I was like, I can do this. It's just my body. My spirit's going to take me. And I was getting to the last like 10th of a mile and I wanted to just drop dead. I just was going to fall. And all of a sudden, Joshua already went around three times. I know. She pays. Yeah. She laps you. She, yeah. She lapped me like three yeah. times. Yeah. She went around me three well, times. Well, she finished and then she was like, I'm going to go find Kathy right. again. Yeah. So, so she, she continued. Remember? So she so she did the lap again, and then she saw me, and I was just about to stop, and li- I'm gonna cry. <sighs> I was just about to fall down, and she just grabbed my wrist. Yeah, I was remember. Like, You're not fucking stopping. I don't think she grabbed your wrist. I think she, she grabbed me. she grabbed t-shirt, the nap of your <laughs> neck. She grabbed- and was like, come on. Like she was a maniac, we, because was, Sophie, if you remember, remember we walked was, to the top of the we t- we walked to the top of the bleachers. Remember, we could see that last part. Right. Yeah. So we walked to the top of the bleachers, and I could see, yeah. and I saw when Joshua caught up with you. Shasha me yeah. by the wrist, and I think back at the back of my neck. And I was like, hi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was crying. It was a beautiful setting, too. Wasn't it like in a woodsy it was, No, it was, it was a woodsy woods trail. Woods. It was woods yeah. and, and trail. And, and a, in a field. It, yeah. was it was beautiful. really pretty. And she grabbed me and she looked at me. This is what got me. She's like, You've come this far. Don't let this, don't let this stop you. Yeah. And I had endurance. I just was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I ran and I finished. I finished. Yeah. And I didn't stop. And there you guys were. It meant the world to me yeah. to see you. I was so proud of myself. Yeah. You guys were so proud. You we were all there. Donovan was so proud of yes. me. Yes. There's a picture of me and him, and he he put his arm up. It's in yeah. the back of my book. I wrote the the healing patch, and it's the picture on the back of the book. Yeah. He was so proud of me. He mm. was like, "You did it, mom. There's mm. nothing you couldn't do." Mm. And Jaja and I had like all these spotted colors all yeah. over us. I actually have the pictures. Oh, that's, that's yeah. Crazy. So I'm gonna post them. I was gonna post it as like, "Hey, Kath, remember this?" And I was like, "Oh my gosh, we never talked about right. this on the podcast." So. I want to tell you one more story that I wrote down in our notes that was really funny. I don't think I ever told you. Well, let's talk about the right. Oh. Let's not. You know. Yeah. I can't stop crying. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I <can't stop> <laughs> crying <laughs> and texting. She's a great person. <laughs> she she uh, she has a special place in my heart. She she was she through the through six months. She didn't leave my side. Yeah. She. I told her I knew she was the one that could help me. And after that, I knew that there is nothing in the world I can't do. Yeah, There was nothing. And guess what? It kind of proved I'm not mom. Right. I'm not. I'm not mom. Not that mom was terrible. No, no. But like it was really scary. Like, you know what? I'm not going to allow myself to not. Right. We're not dying like that. We're, We're not dying with six people who have to lift us. No. Right? No. I think about that when I'm in yoga class that if you fall it's going to take so- six, six people no, it's not <laughs> No, that's not what I think about. <laughs> but now that you mentioned that, I wonder what? No. No, no what I was going to th- what I was thinking even though I'm struggling right now with my size and my comfortableness in my body. Right. Um even though when I sit on my knees and sit back on my heels and uh, that's not always the comfortable because I have big thighs. It's not the most comfortable thing, but I still do it every day as part of my quote-unquote homework because Susanna gives us homework. Um, And when I squat and I think, you know, at 50, I don't think mom would never have sat on the floor and gotten up. So like I'm already in better physical shape. Dad would. But mom wouldn't and I think about, you know, when we were little, like women in their fifties were grandmas and you yeah. are a grandma. I'm a grandma, yeah. But you don't act like a grandma in that like Oh our I do grandmas, drive Sophie crazy, but yeah <laughs> our grandmas were not doing downward dog. Right, our grandmas were not running five Ks. Right, other people's might. Right, but ours didn't. Right, that's they not. definitely had a matriarchal role that required an apron and polyester pants and sitting at the table playing pinochle. Right, and yelling at kids. That's pretty much what they were. Right, and I think about you know when I do a yoga routine that like yeah I'm already you know, leagues ahead of where mom right. was. And yeah. because of course you look at the genetics or genetics, yeah, our DNA, I've, is our I've DNA, that helix is what it is. Absolutely. We're not changing that. Right. So we have to work with what we've got, set small expectations. So I think the goal, you know, years ago I've, you know, I've talked about, it. I've been heavy, I've been thinner, I've right. been, Blah, blah, blah. The most amount of weight I lost it w- in one stretch was 70 pounds, right. Seven zero. I've also lost 25 pounds and 30 pounds. But I've also gained a lot, gained right. as right. much you know, throughout the years. I'm at the biggest I've been in years. And I'm like, you know what? Instead of having the lofty goal of like a pound a week, which has been in menopause right. just like right. fucking impossible, uh, I think I've changed to a, to a smaller goal. I think I'm like going to do maybe three pounds a month. Right. Because in a year, then I'm back to kind of where at least I'm comfortable. At least I'm comfortable. Anyway, small goals. Well, the mind over matter part to go back to mind over matter is that the lesson is that I was determined to be determined to do what I needed to do. Uh, for what I know I didn't want to be. Right. And so doing that, I realized like there was nothing that I could not manifest or nothing that I couldn't do. And I definitely think we took after, I took after dad in that instance because he was like that. Dad had the strongest willpower of anyone I've ever known. And and I realized I took that part of him and just in different ways. And I took that for granted. It was, it really hasn't been, since my hindsight you know when someone yeah. leaves like i i he yeah. i think about all the instances where dad just like defied the you yeah. can't you yeah. know i think yeah. about that a lot and you know he was always mo- he was mostly motivated by fun or and it's like us fun or what people told you you couldn't do right oh yeah oh yeah you can't do that but you know i had hit, like when i was younger i i ran uh, but I wasn't supposed to. I learned that I'm not. Except for this 5K, it had nothing to do with it. I I w- don't regret doing that because I had to do it. And my nodules went away. All those tumors, the tumors went away. So it literally, yeah, it got my circulation going. It got my every my chakras aligned. It got it did everything for me. There's nothing like it. There's nothing like it in the world. I wish I could run. I yeah. Just, my hips don't. My body's yeah. not meant for that. Yeah. And I'm okay with that mm-hmm. because there's other things I can do. Right. So. Um, you know, when I think about my body now, I'm so amazingly grateful. Like when I'm in the shower, I know this is personal, but when I look down, not only can I see my feet, I can see everything. Yeah. Like everything's flat. Like, yeah, I'm a big girl, but I'm not as big. Like, I feel like 115 pounds compared to what I... It's really about being comfortable. I mean, you know, when we walked the great adventure we talked about that like we walked so much because there were no there lines was like 14 15 you would months, not have been able to walk two years, that just 2 years ago 2 before, years ago yeah i was on fire because i'm determined like i'm not going i am not going to be in a wheelchair yeah i am not going to ha- be dependent on everybody and that's just not the life i'm going to i'm going to yeah. live and that's why you have to kind of take your own you have to like really be mindful of what you want to accomplish there's nothing you can't do yeah you know what Henry gave me the best advice I think I've ever heard, except dad gives me a lot of good advice and you give me a lot of good advice. But one of the things is he says, it doesn't have to be ugly. He used to tell me, he's like, everything that you're doing, why does it, it doesn't have to be ugly. It doesn't have to be difficult. You make it difficult. Mm -hmm. You create things to make it more challenging. If you simplify what you want to do in your life, don't overthink it, feel it, do it. And it's like, I really felt like that like after he didn't this was before um this was before but i really feel like we stop ourselves from accomplishing 100%. I think we stop ourselves and i don't know 100%. why I, and i think we have to stop doing yeah. that. I think we have to really find out in our lives what we really want to do and stop making excuses. And know that we deserve it and know that we deserve it mm-hmm. and let go of the fear mm-hmm. because it it's right if it feels right. Just yeah. do it. It doesn't have to be ugly. It doesn't have to be ugly. I'm writing it down. All right. And then there's a note, Kathy. Mind right. over matter on my notes. <laughs> Mind over matter. <laughs> stories, 5K, dirt, stories. dirty dick. <laughs> what is dirty dick? She just wrote, she wrote story. dirty, look, stories, <laughs> dirty dick. Well, well, I don't know if it's fine. Well, okay, this is what happened. This is a Zsa Zsa story. So I lived in the hood, a really bad neighborhood. I think we've talked about this before, but I lived in a in one of A very like gang between gangs street. It was like it was really challenging, but it was our community, and there're drug dealers next door. yeah, there's yeah. a lot of drug dealers next door yeah. and so Jaja would pick me up and we literally would she would make me run through the neighborhood, <laughs> uh-huh because I would run faster. <laughs> Because I would run faster and then we'd run all the way down to the park. So it was about maybe two miles with everything. So that was my training, you know. And um, so we're going down Clinton Avenue and all of a sudden there's all these parked cars. Like, first of all, I just want to say what I was wearing. This is the funny. I was wearing the neon shirt we wore to Hershey Park. We were one of those families. When we took Donovan, we just, I wanted Donovan to feel uh, connected by us as a group, to give him a visual cue. You know, we were one of those families with matching t-shirts, but it really was to help our special needs little boy. So I had worn my fluorescent because the Inspire was about him. So I wore my fluorescent shirt. You know how I like to wear my headband around my head, yes, like jeans, like, like, like John McEnroe, like John. I love in it in the '70s. I wear my headband like that all the time. Yes. So I wore hot pants. I had it's hot it's pants, it's curly hair, curly hair, hot pants on, big shirt, and then uh, my sneakers, and of course, white socks. <laughs> <laughs> so I was really dorky, and plus I was almost three hundred pounds. So right. the visualization is there. Yes. So here is Jaja. You were kind of. You look like reruns, friend. I you look like, like reruns, White Friends. <laughs> <laughs> I was reruns, from, and so Jaja, who is you know you know white girl, long hair, you know that's really fun. And then she wore the headband, yeah. and, and the wristbands. So we were like, yeah, we're doing it, we're doing it. Oh my god! All of a sudden, there's like this block we couldn't get through. There was, I don't know what the word is, but chaos with people. Cars were pulled over, we can't get through. And I'm like, Jaja, hold my hand because she's a little, she's younger than me, she's your she was your age. So I was like, hold. I was like, hold my hand. I don't know what's going on right now. They were probably guns or something going around. And I said, be calm. In my head, I'm like, just just blend in. I'm like, we don't blend in. Like it was like this, anyway. So we're obviously not blending in with my neon shirt and my headband (laughs) and my headband. And all of a sudden, This woman jumps out of the car. We're like two feet away screaming. You got dirty dick. You got dirty dick. And I was like, Jaja, close your ears! Oh my God, what's happening? And the guy comes out. What do you mean, man? I didn't sleep with nobody. And then it became like a domestic thing uh-huh. about dirty dick. <laughs> so Jaja, so why was we were so? We finally get out of the chaos, right? And I'm like, I'm like Jaja. I hope I hope you're not scared. It's fine. We just got out of it. We start running. So I started slowing down, and Jaja yells out, "You got dirty dick!" You got-. I was like, "I don't have dirty. Stop saying that. Like embarrassing me." <laughs> she was so funny, so that was my cue of like if I wasn't doing the right thing. Yeah, I had dirty dick, dirty dick, dirty. <laughs> I, got I just have to say, you the you ended your last segment on it doesn't have to be ugly. Yes, and then you have dirty dick. <laughs> You're such a philosopher. Listen. <laughs> I, I seize it as I say it. Or I say it what, as you I see what? It. You what? What is that? I don't know, Okay. Try. <laughs> Go ahead. You what? What is it? You seize it as you say it? What is it? You say it as you see it. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, Sophie. Yeah. Sophie redirected me in her head. She was like, stop embarrassing me. <laughs> stop it. Oh my don't, gosh. I had dirty dick. You had some dirty dick. You know what else you have, Kathy? <laughs> what? You have classes. <laughs> you have a tarot class and a crystal class. I'm sure people are going to be going in, in droves now. <laughs> and they're, they're almost filled up. Yes, yes. If you're interested, message us. If you want emails of um, these classes, the announcements, um, Kathy will send you an email. Yes. Uh, let us know. We'll put you on an email list or um, just DM us. Right. Message us. I have uh, October 19th on a Saturday from 1 to 3.30s. We're going to do... From 3.30s. <laughs> I seize it as I seize it. <laughs> uh, from 1 to 3.30, we thirty, we're gonna be. I'm going to teach you how to use your crystals to balance your chakras. And then on November 16th from 6 to 9, I'm doing a level 1 uh, tarot class. Even if you know how to do it a little bit, we're going to teach you how to do... And then we have a stress management using chakra... What are we doing? It's just stress management with base chakra okay. tools and using tools to and reduce stress. Going to be at Hudson River Yoga. We'll yep. be uh, do you remember uh, the announcing that okay. November 10th. November 10th. And so please, if you want to be on our email, just go to sistersarin.com. Yeah, Kathy also had. We didn't even have a chance to talk about your successful party. Well, let's oh let's oh shelve that for, Shove it for another time. We've got another so time. much to We've got. I think this is, uh, hopefully this won't be our last podcast on. Yeah. Hopefully this will be our last podcast. Hopefully. I hope Hopefully. so. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. Love you. Great job. Okay. Sophie, Sophie feel, feel better. better. Love you. Shake so, it out. Do a dance. All okay. Right. Thank you, Patreon. Bye, guys. Bye. Out. i got out. Beware of the blob. It creeps and leaps and glides and slides across the floor. Right through the door and all around the wall. A splotch a yeah, Beware of the blob, it creeps and leaps and glides and slides across the floor, right through.